Welcome to this episode of Four Ears. I'm Armin Hammer. That's Chase Long. What up? And uh, today we're going to be talking about the ghost of Marshall Mathers. Slim Shady. Marshall Mathers. Rip in peace. Eminem. Uh, the one and only. Eminem just released a surprise album last weekend. That's so, that's so 2012. Yeah. And it's called Yakuza. <laughs> Excuse me, excuse me. I'm Tom Segura. It's <laughs> uh, the only thing I know in Japanese. It's is called called Candy Cane. No, no. It's called Kamikaze. It's called Kamikaze, which is French, if I'm not wrong. <laughs> no, what what is Kamikaze like? Literally for it's like a suicidal bomber, right? Yeah, it's like uh, yeah, that's yeah. how the album starts. It was like the Kamikaze uh, air air. Uh, pilots mm-hmm. who would fly their planes into other planes. It's fucked up. <laughs> it's pretty fucked up. I was having a hard time keeping a straight face while telling you what that meant I th- because you're looking at me <laughs> and I don't know why that was so entertaining. But uh, yeah, I guess at a certain point, instead of bullets, <laughs> you're telling you just, a child for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> just it, it might be cheaper to use an airplane instead of bullets sometimes. I guess. What? So. Uh, that's what they are. Kamikaze pilots would would crash their airplanes into targets. And if you think about this album in that context, it uh, I think I think it lives up to it, one hundred percent. This is Eminem crashing his what career into our ears. This is this is Eminem being so frustrated and pissed off that people didn't like his last album, or just don't like his message anymore. Or him rapping anymore that he's like, well, I'm just going to fucking full send it, double down on everything that's not politically correct. How unpolitically correct was this album? Because Okay, so I, I'll, be, I'll be honest with you. I listened to this album once over the course of like three or four hours. I listened to it this, the today, mm-hmm. uh, and it's taken me all day to get through it because I've been um, doing a bunch of other stuff in between. But I, I, all I really remember in terms of political incorrectness stuff is that he says suck my dick a lot. I mean, he talks about dick sucking a lot. The amount that he talks about dick sucking is the amount that someone who either A, loves to have his dick sucked would talk about dick sucking or B, loves to suck dick would talk about dick sucking. That's how much Eminem talks about sucking dick. I think he makes a different, at least one reference to dick sucking per song on the album at least one reference per song to do that i'm not supposed to burp on the on the podcast (laughs) yeah you need to stop doing that that's real gross (laughs) i was just gonna edit that out but fuck it now we're leaving it in and now it's gonna be gross you've done it uh um yeah i don't i don't i don't know what else did he this album wasn't that great man honestly it's like um so i texted you the morning that i found out that it came out and i was like it's not bad. It's kind of fire. And that was my initial uh, gut reaction to Kamikaze. I was like, damn! Marshall Mathers from old. Slim Shady LP. He's here. He came back. He still lives. And that's how I felt. I felt very confident in that. Um, but then as the week progressed, so the, this album came out Friday morning, or thursday night rather uh as the week weekend progressed that long weekend it was labor day 
Yeah, you did. By the way, the quote you sent me was new album. It doesn't suck. Yeah. Fair enough. Did I say anything else? You said uh, it's actually pretty fucking good. Yeah. Which I don't stand by now. Uh, it's just like as the weekend went on and I l- tried to listen to it, I felt like I was like having to try to listen to it, which yeah. just is not the effect that you get whenever an album's good. You're like, I can't fucking stop playing this. Hey, mom, did you hear this? Hey, person down the road, did you hear this? Hey, lifting partner. Hey, best friend. That's not what happened with this album. I was like, gut reaction sent to Armin. And then it was just like, I'm not going to listen to this album ever again. But I did. I made myself listen to it so I could kind of make an educated um, explanation as to why I don't think it's what it initially seems to be. What is it supposed to initially seem to so be? I, I think very, very much so it was supposed to be a, um, like, oh, Eminem's back to his ways, the stoop, the super... Uh, you know, making fun of the people that that don't like him and teasing them and mocking their flow. And he's just real crazy rhyming every other word. And he's just just very aggressive and not going to say the thing that you want him to say. And he's going to rile you up. And that's all he wants to do. They're like, it's a return to form to that. This is this, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> this is this is, you know, who I, what, what's the song? Uh, who I am or what I am? I am. You know the song I'm talking about. I know what you're talking it's about. It's like that that version of, uh, you know, Slim Shady. I um, am whatever you say I, I am. am. Right? Right. But the problem with the album, at least for me, is the only message or content that he's getting across is that he is very upset that people don't like his last album. And instead of just manning up and being like, it was trash... He doubles down and says, it's really good. You just don't get it because you're a stupid fag. And wow. <laughs> which I'm like, maybe a little bit, but <laughs> <laughs> but that is offensive and you can't say that now. Um, yeah, so there's just, there's no, there's no like storytelling. Like there's no, you know, medicine ball type of comedy. There's no um, guilty conscious. There's, there's, there's no, nothing that made him great from before where he's like really setting the bar and just changing how we like understand like a rap song yeah. and making it something that you want to be like, haha, like this is funny. And he said this thing, but it's funny. So it's fine. It's just like, this is very aggro. And he seems like the old man, you know, from SpongeBob where it's like, how many times do we have to tell you this lesson, old man? That's a really interesting. You can't say that observation anymore. Because the two things that I got out of this, uh, album is that Eminem can rap really fast. This is news. Which is not news. <laughs> and that he can also copy people's styles really well. Yeah. Like to the point where I was pretty sure I was listening to a Drake song at one point. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait, no, that's just Eminem doing an Aubrey impression. That's very impressive. Yeah. And uh, that is super cool. I think. Okay. Except I just kind of like after listening to the song, uh, I think I was thinking, I'm thinking of lucky you, which sounds exactly like a fucking uh, Eminem song or a, a Drake no, you're, song. You're thinking and of not alike. Not, well, I think both of them, like, oh. both of them sound exactly like a Drake song. And I was like, man, I just wish, I, I just wish tell, this was a Drake song. I couldn't tell you anything about lucky you because I hate it. It just, it, to me, it just all, I couldn't say, I couldn't tell when anybody else, they all sounded the same. Like mm. whoever he and Joyner Lucas, whoever Joiner Lucas is, and then he sounded like a it sounded like a Drake song, and I was like, oh, 
I, I just kind of wish this was a Drake song though, because hmm. Drake would have spit real fire over this. But so you don't you don't think that the the copying and the ability to do other people's flow flow, which could come off really cool and really different, and like oh wow, that's really impressive. For for me, it does, or at least it doesn't come off to you kind of like Weird Al Yankovic, kind of like oh, oh wow, fuck, I didn't even think about that. No duh, you use the same type of beat, you use the same type of cadence and flow. That song sounds like that song, but it's not that song. Interesting. Um, it I guess I guess it can come across that way. I was I, I'd never heard him do. Uh, there's like several songs on this album that I was like, this is doesn't sound like Eminem. It sounds like Eminem trying mumble rap or trying trap or trying a Drake song. And mm-hmm. I was like, why the fuck is this happening? Like, what, what type of like upside down world am I living in that that Eminem is doing a song that's like this? Like he doesn't he has a whole he has a whole I don't even know what song it is where he has a whole verse that's like uh, or the chorus is an entire playoff of Gucci Gang. You remember? Do you remember what I'm talking about? No. There's an entire song where the chorus is like it, it uses that Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang rhythm and cadence, and he even says the words like "Little Zan, Little Pump, Gucci Gang." And I was like, "What the fuck are you doing? What are you doing, Marshall?" And uh, I think that it was cool the first time hearing him rap like super fucking fast, like Rap God. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the first time he rapped really fast, but it was like definitely one of the times where he was like, listen, dude, I'm still technically a better rapper than anyone else out there right now. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, fuck, that's really cool. And I would listen to that song all the time. And then he did it on The Ringer, starts off the album with exactly that same thing, which is like kind of like this like slow, fast cadence mm-hmm. and then a super fast cadence in the back half of the song. And then he does it again like two songs later. And he does it again like two songs later. I'm like, stop writing. Stop it. Mm-hmm. You've written too many words. You're trying to put too many words in these songs. Yeah. This is this is not working right now. <laughs> You're killing me. Yeah. It's it's very it's very cool as like a one off, like when you have a point to prove and there's substance to what you're saying. For me, it's not super impressive if you're just like picking a whole bunch of words that rhyme together and then saying them. And they don't really construct anything, not like a sentence. Maybe they construct like a hateful, like mean thing (laughs) that you wanted to say, but that's about (laughs) it. For me, like you don't need the, you don't need to prove that you can rap super fast. Like we know, but tech nine still does it better. Like if I want to listen to somebody just talk and rap really fast and I can't understand it, it's like there's twister, there's tech nine. Um, It's fine. I don't need an Eminem album of this. I feel like, I feel like fast rapping peaked with Busta's verse mm-hmm. in that song. Yeah, just nobody told Tech 9 <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm going to still do it. Yeah. Roll watch hoppers. Uh, or, I mean, even Rap God, he does a really good job of like, you know, M does a really good job of putting together this like, hey man, I'm not only going to lyrically blow you away with my content, but I'm going to like technically put it together in a way that you have never heard before. Like yeah. I'll start slow. I'm going to go super fast and be really, really fucking fast at the end. Like, Oh, okay. I dig it. That's cool. <laughs> I dig it. That's cool. You can do that. No, that's awesome. But the rest of this album feels uh, like there's a couple things where I'm like, Oh, okay. And then there's a lot of things where I'm like, wow, that's really fucking derivative of shit you've done before in the past. Mm-hmm. But without any of the like storytelling that really made Eminem so good, like that's what M- Eminem is the best at ever. Yeah. Like I feel like I, out of a lot of the rappers, I feel like I know the most about Eminem's personal life 
out of anyone and i've never like researched any of it like on my own (laughs) it's not like what type of what does kanye wear when he takes a dump like that's might be in my google search history i've never looked up like what's eminem's mom like what's eminem's baby mama like what's eminem's daughter like i don't need to look him up because he's told me multiple 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 times and really well and in entertaining ways and you know i think if you look back at at because when we first when we first talked about like doing this this episode your suggestion was we should compare the songs on this album to some of the, his like all-time greats yeah which i think we still can do but i think the just like thinking about a song like the way i am or cleaning out my closet or you know like really any of those old songs where he's telling stan mm-hmm. you know i mean like god damn a masterpiece there, <laughs> there isn't anything even close to that and of course like that's the classic eminem thing where he's like fuck you i'm not gonna write another one of these yeah but he keeps writing the same songs of the others type of the other shittier type why don't you write the same songs of the new good type like why don't you just repeat the things that you're the best ever at and then you know like stop trying to recreate that one sia song for every movie that comes out it's uh yeah it's just this whole album just like a conundrum for me because i can't tell if it's effectively doing what it's supposed to do or if it's ineffectively doing what it's supposed to do. I can't tell if the whole point of him making this and creating it like it is and having the bars that are in there w- was just to piss off everybody. Because that's, I mean, that's effectively what it does. Everybody that's reviewed it is very much like homophobic slurs in 2018. Yada, yada, yada. Misogynistic lyrics. No, 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 no. Like, it's doing a really good job of doing what old Eminem, like, did best, like, Hey, like, we can't let our kids listen to this. Hey, we have to make sure you sign a waiver before you purchase it. Like, it's it's doing all of those types of things. So I feel like for him, he's just like, that's what I wanted to do. Like, I can still do it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, get, I can see that. Because to me, here, I'm going to give Eminem the benefit of the doubt. As much as I say this album isn't that great, uh, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. And I'm going to say he he set out to do a handful of things. One was he wanted to piss everybody off. He's like, you know what? I, that's one of the things like, I guess if you look at the idea of kamikaze, it's like, well, I'm going to die. You're going to fucking die with me. Mm -hmm. It's like, you're going to be pissed about my album. I'm going to give you something to be pissed off about. And now we're all going to be pissed off about Eminem albums. How's that feel? (laughs) (laughs) I think you decoded it. Right. So like, that's one way he did it. And then the, the sort of like tools that he used to like get to that point like his general thesis of now we're all going to be upset is is like he's like fine i'm just going to take the piss out of every popular rapper right now you want a drake song by eminem here's a drake song by eminem you want a mumble rap song by eminem here's a mumble rap song by eminem you want me to reference migos i don't even know who the fuck those are here's a migos (laughs) reference like i saw here's here's how i know that he must have known what the fuck he was doing because I got, uh, I don't, I don't, I try not to get any fucking notifications on this sort of thing on my phone, <laughs> but I got like, a, I got a fucking notification from, it might have been one of those like, I don't know, one of the, uh, the magazines, like online magazines that I subscribe to. Complex. It was probably complex. And it was about a, a, a beef between Eminem and a guy I've never heard of. <laughs> MGK and G Easy. I've never Nobody heard of, cares. And his response to Eminem. And I was like, 
who the fuck is this guy? Why why is Eminem even talking about this guy? Much less this guy's response is like a complex, is like an article. I was like, who is? Slow news day. What the fuck is happening? Like, who are these people? Like, we, we literally earlier this summer, it has been, it is currently the first week of September. Less than three months ago, we were talking about you are hiding a child. Yuck. Amazing. And that that is that is like straight up savagery on a level that has never been seen before. It's the amazing. last time that was that the last time a beef of that savagery happened, Tupac was murdered. <laughs> I think I think you're going a bit you're skipping some spots, but no, it's fine. Literally the, nothing. The Jay Z Nas thing happened. No. no. Where Someone Jay Z's mom made him apologize to Nas. I don't remember that. What? I've never heard that before. It's another time. Another That's story. fantastic. Anyway, so my point is, I think, I think, I'm gonna give Eminem the benefit of the doubt because he's been around for a long fucking time and he knows exactly what he's doing. And I'm gonna say, he did what he wanted to do with this album. It just isn't that great of an album. Yeah, <clears throat> and I. I don't. I don't know what it says uh, about about me or about people in general. If their initial gut reaction is to really enjoy this album and really enjoy the fact that it's like, yeah, fuck all this PC bullshit in 2018. <laughs> 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 like, right? Like, <clears throat> there's like some primal part of you that's just like, man, I'm tired of having to like tiptoe about certain stuff. Like, he just says it how it is, and it feels good. And maybe, and I had to really, really talk to myself about, do I enjoy him saying that word because we're not allowed to say it anymore? <laughs> That's weird because I don't remember him. I don't. So here's what I remember from the album. <laughs> you blacked out. I, I guess I did. What I remember from the album is I liked like three of the songs, maybe four of the songs. I kind of, I enjoyed like three or four of the songs and I can see myself possibly listening to one song off this album basically ever again. And other than that, I only remembered all the weird shit. I only remembered that he was constantly talking about and making analogies to sucking dick. Mm -hmm. And that there was a bunch of songs that sounded like other artists. So I I don't know. Maybe I just blacked out because for me, like, I don't fucking care. It's Eminem. Of course, he's going to be calling people faggots. Like, you know what he never does, though? Never uses the N word. It's very true. Eminem knows his limits. You know, if he really wanted to push him buttons, Eminem would release an an album with him saying the N word on it. (sighs) That that right there. That's how you know Eminem will have been ready to jump the shark. That's Kamikaze too. Kamikaze his career. So (laughs) Jesus Christ. But the, the biggest thing here is like media is outraged. But the people that he attacked, with the exception of Machine Gun Kelly, the rapper that you don't know about, uh, the people that he attacked, so like Tyler, the creator, Lil Yachty, Lil Uzi Vert, Drake. I mean, Drake didn't say anything because he doesn't reply to this type of stuff. <laughs> He's worried about children. Um, <laughs> anyway, anyways, any of the people that he targeted, yeah. like pretty much unanimously, their reaction on Twitter was like, man, I really like Eminem. So it's like, whatever. <laughs> Like That's they so they good. are so millennial with the response. They're just like, I don't understand why you're so upset, man. But all right, like this is a good song. <laughs> <laughs> and you're, you're, you're just like, oh, I didn't know you had 
combat a diss with love. <laughs> Dude, I didn't I didn't realize they did that, but that you're right. That might be the most millennial way to respond to a diss track ever to be like, oh, old man's feelings. Yeah, you're totally right. Express them. This is a safe place. <laughs> Why is that old guy yelling at the clouds? <laughs> uh, but you may remember a couple episodes ago on Four Years, we reviewed an album by Tyler, the creator, who on that album discussed at length, like the whole thing functions as a, a reference to his his bisexualness. His like scumfuck flower boy. Yes. Eminem randomly <laughs> attacks Tyler, the creator, on this album. Really? In, in the song Fall, he, uh, he says, Tyler create nothing i see why you called yourself a it's all explicited out <laughs> and it bleeps out in the song i think originally it didn't bleep out though i see why you call yourself a and the word is assumed to be faggot bitch it's not just because you lack attention it's because you worship d12's balls you're sack religious <laughs> if you're gonna critique me you better at least be as good or better get earl the hooded sweater, whatever his name is, to help you put together some words more than just two letters. <sighs> I don't... And that stuck with me so hard. Like, I wanted to enjoy that song. I wanted to enjoy the album. But you can't... You can't <clears throat> be taking shots at Tyler, the you Creator. Can't, you can't take shots at my boy, Tyler, the Creator. Especially somebody that, like, has voiced in the past how much of an inspiration Eminem yeah, like what, what what part of, uh, like what happened that Eminem took umbrage with Tyler, the creator? I feel like Tyler might have said something on Twitter about Eminem's last album. <laughs> but I'm not 100% sure. Let's, let's see. That, that's really interesting. Uh, that, might be, that might be the unifying thread here. I feel like Tyler might have said something about, <laughs> no way, no way you found something. So, so Tyler's, Tyler's tweet was in reference to the song Walk on Water from his last album, uh, Eminem's last Literally album. Literally never heard it. I have no idea. It's a song called Walk on Water. It was like one of the singles. And Tyler wrote, Dear God, this song is horrible. Sheesh, how the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Dear God. This song is horrible. Sheesh. How the fuck? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Poor Eminem. His feelings were hurt. That sucks. I think we have a new contender for most petty man on earth. Because Dude, yeah, this is the equivalent of Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Whenever they're reading the movie reviews on yes. them and they're like, we're going to find these motherfuckers. <laughs> he literally has a skit on here about him doing that very doing thing, that thing, which is maybe the highlight of the album for me. Because like when those skits came on with uh, with with Paul, I was like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, it's like old school Eminem. I can get with this. Like they're entertaining and they're still witty and funny. It's just like they didn't he couldn't translate that same creativity into the booth. Yeah, this is not to say that this album is complete dog shit. No, it's because not the dog last shit. Eminem album was horrendous. I didn't even listen to it. I listened to it in the office. Re- remember? And I, I'd like. <laughs> I don't remember this at all. It was a dark time for me. I forced myself to listen to it one day. Wow. Maybe you weren't there. Yeah, I might not have been there, or I might have just blacked out. It was awful, man. Yeah. Um. That's really. Uh. That's really interesting. So 
I guess the assumption is that everyone that he talks shit about talks shit about revival at some point. Yes. That's just the assumption. And yeah. so the whole Paul thing is accurate. He actually is just going back to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> said they didn't like this album and <laughs> doing replies. Paul was like, I just don't know where you go on from like this point. Like Kamikaze 2, it's kind of played out. <laughs> 100%. I could see that being like K2 is a very marketable name. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely going to be it. I'm telling you, dude, Eminem, how old is Eminem now? Like 40? 50? That's I don't know. Question. 40? You think he's 40? He might be 40. Yeah, he's probably in his 40s. How old is Eminem? Oh, shit. Is Siri going to answer? Eminem is 45. Mid forties. Wow. I'm Are we telling you, sued for using Siri's voice. By the time Eminem <laughs> turns fifty, he is going to release a song that he uses the N word on. It's going to be a big fucking deal. It's going to be here's the first song Eminem used the N word on. Right? He's never used the N word on. I don't song think before. so. They're going to make a big to do out of it. It's going to suck, and his career is going to be kamikaze. And that's it. It's going to be it's going to be performance art. <laughs> yeah, man. So <clears throat> let's let's just move away from kamikaze for a sec and maybe let's talk about because for me my introduction to eminem was was i feel like it couldn't be that much different from the average male or teenage boy or you know adolescent kid uh-huh. in america's introduction to eminem which was which was like you're not allowed to listen to this but i can buy like all this explicit albums by everybody else yeah but we're not allowed to listen to eminem in this household that's what i was why i remember being oh interesting like my mom would let me listen to like biggies who shot you tupac's like you know uh hit him up like all the worst you know worst (laughs) like ghetto rap curse filled songs you could imagine yeah but eminem was special (laughs) and i was definitely not allowed to hear him watch anything involved with him or even associate with those that listen to him it's funny you should say that because my um my experience with eminem was the exact opposite your parents made you (laughs) oh my god i'm so sorry uh i just remember being in I didn't. I did not listen to Eminem starting when he first released these albums because I was ten mm-hmm. in '99 when he released Slim Shady LP. But I do remember uh, being in high school when the Eminem show came out in 2002, and uh, listening to basically every song on the Eminem show that was a. Uh, that was a, a single, which Why on this America? album, yeah, which on this album is like every other song, basically. And some of these songs are still some of my favorite Eminem songs. Soldier, uh, White America, Clean Out My Closet, um, Till I Collapse, still some of the best songs of these. I mean, when the Music Stops, these are all fantastic songs. Um, and I listened to the Eminem show, and through the Eminem show, I got into, as like a freshman in high school, listening to the other singles off of his albums there's still a bunch of songs of his that i've never listened to but i listened to a ton of the singles on his album as a kid as mm. like an early teen teenager yeah uh and i i fucking love them i never really <clears throat> cared about like what the uh lyrical content of what he was saying was it was like edgy i guess but i always was just like fuck it's music who cares like mm. this guy can just say whatever he wants doesn't really matter 
Um, and I always thought that he was making some interesting points. Like when on the way I am, he talks about how people are blaming him and Marilyn Manson for the Columbine shootings mm-hmm. when he's like, you know, like the the parents weren't around to like, you know, take care of their kids or whatever the fuck yeah. his, his, that lyric is. But, um, I guess m- my experience with it wasn't so much that Eminem was like this, this, uh, like anathema like do not associate with he was like oh you like you're going for a long run you should listen to some eminem and like my mom and i would listen to eminem while we were going running and shit so that's a violent run it's crazy it's crazy shit like my mom i still remember putting together a playlist for my mom and putting in like a bunch of eminem songs and she fucking loved it so i don't know maybe i mean we didn't listen to like everything and basically since the eminem show I don't think I've listened to more than a handful of his songs, like basically since the early 2000s. Because I just don't think any of them have been that great. A couple of them have been really good, but not very many of them are that great. So, it's interesting. Um, I always forget what our what our age difference is because it's like nominal. It's not, not, yeah, like it's a not big, that much. It's not yeah. like a decade or like anything like that. <clears throat> so, I <clears throat> was like, like I was saying, I was aware of Eminem when I was uh, pre-high school age, uh, middle school, elementary school. Like, I definitely had heard, like, Without Me, not Without Me, but, you know, um, yeah, well, Without Me, um, Real Some Shady. Like, I had heard heard these records <coughs> because they're, like, unavoidable on the radio being played. But outside of that, I would never, I didn't even have a means to, like, that was back when those CDs, I didn't have, like, an MB3 player or Napster or the, or the internet. So it was like, unless I had the CD or could get it from a friend or listen to their Walkman, I wasn't going to hear these songs. Right, <laughs> right. So they basically stayed out of my life. Um, my real, like, introduction to Eminem, honestly, like, when I started, like, actively downloading his stuff and, like, listening to it and jamming out to it was uh, was the whole relapse recovery situation. Huh. Uh, and that would have been in high school for me. What's the years on these? 2009 and 2010. Uh, go back. Yeah, relapse. So yeah, it was really like relapse was the first, the first big, big one for me. So it has like three a.m. on it. It has uh, stay wide awake, uh, deja vu, beautiful, crack a bottle. I don't know any of those songs. It's I think a pretty I good album, but I, th- I feel like a lot of people would argue that it's um, it's kind of gimmicky because he uses like this weird accent, um, and he's just like. He's tell he's telling a story, but none of it. It's very like hyper fictionalized. Mm-hmm. It's not based on anything real. Like he's just um, like a good example would be like uh, go down on relapse here would be like uh, bagpipes from Baghdad <coughs> or Medicine Ball. Either of those songs, if you want to play Medicine Ball. Sure, this is Medicine Ball by Eminem off of Relapse. <laughs> So you can't get pregnant if I bisexually wreck you. Hannibal nice. Lecter. <laughs> Hannibal Lecter 
in the guy section, I bet you tantalize you in less than five seconds, I get you. So it's just like off the wall, nutty shit that rhymes. And it very, very much spoke to the type of sense of humor that I had in high school. Yeah. Like me and my buddies would listen to this and be like, this bangs, but also he said rectum and that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, it's it's just an interesting album and it's like the whole thing kind of has like he's kind of creating this um character that is a like a sociopath murderer like Hannibal. It's like he was very much influenced by Hannibal. Mm-hmm. Making at least relapse and whatever that like little mixtape that came out between them was refill. Yeah, refill and then recovery was like Recovery was like he heard all the complaints about relapse and he was just like, yeah, I can still make stuff that like chart, you know, is a a top. Yeah, that's where he did Cinderella Man and Love the Way You Lie. Yeah. So that was like more of a mainstream aim. It felt like not afraid. Uh, I'm not afraid. God, I hate that song. That song sucks. Uh, That's just annoying. It's just like poppy and annoying. So those two albums are really like the ones that were my gateway drug into Eminem. Hmm. And then I went back and like discovered like, honestly, I listened to like his greatest hits one, the, the curtain call curtain call, which had like uh fact on it. Um, way I am has Stan has all that shit on there. Um, and then I started branching into like, uh, the slim shady LP Marshall Mathers. Whatever. That's interesting because my experience with Eminem, like I said, sort of, peaked around uh the Eminem show like even encore i didn't really listen to and so for a few years when i was listening to Eminem i was basically just listening to his first three albums and i wasn't listening to anything else that came out since then um maybe like mosh a little bit which is a bad badass motherfucking song um you don't like just lose it uh, I can't even think about it. What is just lose <laughs> which one is just lose it? <laughs> you should just play it. It's instantly right. recognizable. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, that's right, that's right. Incredible. Yeah, yeah that song, that song. Is, <laughs> yeah, but Mosh is really cool. Mosh is like this. So those were basically the only songs I would listen to off that album. And then he just kind of disappeared for me. He disappeared. I stopped I stopped thinking about Eminem. And then I was reintroduced to Eminem by a song that also introduced me to a man you guys know as Drake. It may not mean nothing to y'all, but understand nothing was done for me. So I don't plan on stopping at all. I want this shit forever, mine, ever, mine, ever, mine. I shut this shit down in the mall. It's Sunday. And I ain't even planning to call. Stop, stop looking at me with that <laughs> mean fucking mug. <laughs> yeah, so 
uh, then sometime in the early 2010s, Forever came out, and I was like, who's this girl singing on this song? <laughs> no, nah, I didn't think it was a girl. I was like, man, this R&B guy is, is <laughs> oh, really wow. good. This R&B guy I've never heard of is pretty good. And then uh, Eminem has like the last <clears throat> uh, the last verse in the song. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is really fucking cool. I guess I should go listen to more Eminem now. And haven't done that. But he, this is the song that sort of like brought him back into my brain mm. in, you know, like 10 years after I'd listened to an That's Eminem wild. song. Yeah. So, so for me, it was very much like that song wasn't like, oh, they found this old white guy to jump on the track. It was very much like, Oh, they got that fucking serial killer to do something else. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just like Drake. Okay, yeah, he's he was kind of new at the time. So you're like, oh, that's the guy that sings the hooks for Little Wayne. Oh, Little Wayne and Kanye and Eminem. My brain just exploded. This yeah. is, has to be like the greatest track ever made, and it and it was. It was a really was good a fucking track for a while. They yeah. used it so much for everything. Yeah, they did. Yeah. I'm going to listen to this song a lot today. I guarantee you if you just look up YouTube ads, if you look up <laughs> ads with the song forever, it would be endless. Yeah. It's like, uh, uh, imagine the NBA finals probably used it. <laughs> NBA semifinals. The NBA semifinals. <laughs> the uh, NBA draft. The NBA draft. The yeah. NFL draft. Um, yeah. Just super, super duper used. Uh, what what are we looking at here? This is this is Marshall Mathers LP2, which okay, came out. Okay. So... This was like kind of the the start of like clean slate. We're not doing the recovery relapse thing anymore. I've moved away from that. I'm not using the accents. I'm not using the gimmicks. I'm not creating this um, this kind of profile that you guys are are used to. This is me going back and creating the sequel to Marshall Mathers LP one. It's going to be very personal. And he put this out and. Honestly, I, I not much of it's like super memorable. Like "Survival" is an annoying song that I remember. "Berserk's" pretty cool. "Rap God," obviously. Uh, the monster was, was like one played of the singles, quite a bit. Yeah. I think maybe the favorite one for me <coughs> is this one, uh, "Headlights," with Nate Roos. <laughs> Because we are young. Yeah, it's that guy. This guy from Fun. Uh, <clears throat> I've literally never heard that song before. That is the first time I have ever heard that song. Yeah, and I don't I don't think it's a good Eminem song, but it's definitely a good F-U-N fun song. Yes, it for is. For that guy. Like, he kills it singing. Yes, he does. Um, yeah, I don't, again, like, you don't want to play Rap God? 
No. Uh, well, I, I mean, mean, you talk so much about it. Do you, uh, do you not agree that Rap God's fucking great? It's cool. I don't I don't listen to it for enjoyment. I mean, I <laughs> again, this song came out 5 years ago. So 5 years ago, I wasn't even be, in Austin. Be me in college surrounded by a bunch of kids that thought that they could rap just like Eminem. Yeah. And decided to learn all the lyrics to it. How'd that go? Any time it came on, that's all I could hear. Oh, really? That which, sucks. Which is fine. I mean, that's impressive that they were able that to do super it. Super impressive. Kinda. But also kind of gets rid of like the magic of like, oh, that's not something that's impossible. You just have to be real good at writing. Remembering things. <laughs> and then remembering it. Interesting. Uh, yeah, we don't need to listen to it. I think I think people know what it sounds like. Yeah. But again, I wouldn't be able to tell you a single song. Oh, why does it smell so bad, Loki? Why Loki, your breath stinks. Uh I couldn't tell you a single song off of Revival. So on Revival, let's look through the track listing. Dude, like, not none of this. Like, he has a song with Alicia Keys. He has a song with X Ambassadors. He has a song with someone named Kalani. He has a song with Pink. I, I've never heard any of these songs. Well, he uses a cranberry sample, which is pretty dope. A good cranberry sample? Uh, zombie. Oh, really? Which song? In my head. Where's that? Oh, that makes sense. Smash that motherfucking play button. So Eminem makes sad songs, mm-hmm. like the way Drake makes sad songs, but Eminem's sad songs are like trailer park sad songs. Yeah, very much so. And Drake's sad songs are like, I've got a billion dollars <laughs> sad songs, you know? It's like, I got a billion dollars, but what about me? I think I think everyone Eminem wants to know of who Drake is. No one wants to know how Drake is. <laughs> I think Eminem does a really good job of creating sad songs on relapse. Like the song, let me let me look at that whole track list because I can't remember it off the top of my head. Down, down, down. So from yeah, deja vu, deja vu, and beautiful are like. Two of the best sad songs ever written. All right, this is beautiful. Lately I've been hard to reach. I've been too long on my own. Everybody has a private world where they can be alone. Are you calling me? Are you trying to get through? Are you reaching out for me? I'm reaching out for you. I'm just so fucking depressed. I just can't seem to get out this slump. If I could just get over this hump, but I need something to pull me out this dump. I took my bruises, took my lumps, fell down, and I got right back up. But I need that spark to get psyched back up in order for me to pick the mic back up. I don't know how or why or when I ended up. It's 
good sad music. That is good sad music. The intro reminded me of like a redneck white trash version of Pinocchio story. Just imagine instead of Kanye like doodling on a piano, he has like a cowboy hat on, and instead of auto tune, he has a guitar. White trash Pinocchio story. God dang. That's hurtful. But it's yeah. not hurtful. It's fucking true. I'm just saying. It's a good comparison, I guess. Anyway, uh, that, it was a good song. Beautiful was a good song. That's yeah, I think Beautiful and Deja Vu are cool. are cool because he's um, he's writing about how he's like lost his spark and he has, <laughs> he, has he has no joy in his life and uh, he really was enjoying painkillers for a time and eating Cheetos and Three Musketeers. I guess. And he got fat. Yeah, he put you on remember, a ton of weight. Yeah, fat M M&M and M is a great M and M. Fat and M was a great time. Yeah. There's the the fact of the matter though. I like saying that phrase. I say that phrase a lot. The fact of the matter. Without further ado, that's your further ado. Like Joe Rogan used to say, "Without further ado." Oh, really? He would introduce his guests that saying, way every time. I keep saying the fact. The fact of the matter. Of the matter. I don't know why point I keep saying being, that. The point being, Eminem has had some pretty fucking incredible songs out there, and we shouldn't let Kamikaze or Revival. <clears throat> dissuade now, us from listening to him i haven't i like i said i've never listened to any revival songs and i guess i have listened to kamikaze so right there right off the bat kamikaze is a better album than revival without a doubt so I, i'm not going to say that any of the kamikaze songs are going to be making my regular in fact like i was saying there's only one song off of kamikaze that i can imagine myself listening to ever again and that's the first song the ringer I feel like that was, you know, it's like a decent pop rap Eminem song. I forget what it sounds like. Throw it on. It sounds like this. Yeah. I'm just going to write down my first thoughts. See where this takes me. Because I feel like I want to punch the world in the fucking face right now. Yeah. Let me explain just how to make greatness straight out the gate. I'm about to break it down. Ain't no mistakes allowed, but make no mistake. I'm about to rape the alphabet. I make raise some rouse. He said he's about to rape the alphabet. Yeah. And then he sounds a little bit like Tyler, the creator in that first song, that first part. He sounds super deep, deep voice. Later on in the song, it sounds like this. With a bottle full of malt liquor, but I couldn't bottle this shit any longer. The fact that I know that I'm going to hit my bottom if I don't pull myself from the jaws of defeat and rise to my feet. I don't see why y'all even started with me. I get in beast, my enemies die. I don't cease fire till at least all of the seats. I'm east side, never be caught slipping. Now you see why I don't sleep, not even a week. So, Rigger goes hard, man. He does. Yeah, it's good. That's what I mean. It's like, this is this is the one song on the album. I was like, oh, fuck, that's pretty cool. Like, like minus the ad-libs at the beginning. Or not the ad-libs, but the mumbling into my... I feel like I want to punch the world in the face, face right now. It's very Listen here, brother. I don't know what Bruce Willis would sound like on a rap track, but I can imagine that's exactly how Bruce Willis would sound on a rap track. Probably. So, the, the thing about the rest of the album is that it's mostly fucking forgettable. Like, yeah. There, who's Royce the five foot nine inch? Five nine, Royce five nine. It's uh, 
It's uh, just like an, I don't know if he's from Detroit, but it's like a well-known rapper that Eminem collaborates with quite a bit. Regularly, right? Create, yeah. uh, what is it? Bad Bad Meets Evil. Oh, okay. That's what they perform under. Huh. Um, but he's, he's pretty talented. Like, he's good. Yeah, he but sounds I, great in that song. I, I don't like the not a like song at all. Like, I, I hate it and I hate Lucky You. But <laughs> Fall. Both those songs, those are the songs that you hate. They're both, uh, they're both very Drakey. Yeah. Drakey. Like, listen, this is Lucky You. I'm gonna, no, I'm gonna don't, jump. Don't subject. Me to <laughs> jump. I'm gonna jump to Lucky You. This is what this is what Lucky You sounds like. AKA, this should be a Drake song. It even starts with the Drakey type shit. Yeah. I done did a lot of things in my day. I admit it. I don't take back what I say. If I said it, then I meant it. All my life I won a Grammy, but I probably never get it. I ain't never had no trophy or no motherfucking ribbon. Fuck the system. I'm that nigga. Bend the law. Cut the rules. I'm about to risk it all. I ain't got too much to lose. Y'all been eating long enough. Okay, and then after the whoever this fucking guy is Jordan does it, Jordan Lucas does like his portion, right? He does his his Meek Mill impression. Here comes the Eminem doing his Drake impression. Uh, that sounds a lot like Eminem. The production is definitely a Drake, like OVO production, though, it sounds mm. like. I'm just saying the entire song sounds like it could be a Drake song. Yeah, it's a very like trappish beat. Yeah. yeah. It's like keys, soft, trap, sad. Honestly, Drake I didn't song. I didn't mind what I just heard of Eminem's ver- verse right there. Maybe I just can't get past Joyner Lucas's Was voice. Was he not good? I, Did you I, not like I him? I hate that whole the whole first part of that song. <laughs> All right, and then here's what not a like sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> just because fuck nobody, you. Nobody asked. This is the only reason it sounds like a Drake beat is because it's a Tay Keith beat. I don't know who that is. The guy that makes beats that sound like this. Brain dead, eye drops, pain meds, cyclops, that's they Amigos dead, flow. Ipod, Maybach, and that's why I think Eminem definitely knows what he's doing because he's copying the fuck out of these guys. Yeah, he definitely knows that part. I just don't know if he meant for us to all be like pissed or if he was just like nah my core fan base will understand that it's like joking <laughs> I, I don't i don't i don't know it gets lost for me uh yeah i feel like this is just an album that's gonna be like a guilty pleasure you're gonna actually listen to this album again probably it'll end up on like a workout playlist Ooh, well the ringer should the ringer was pretty yeah. good and if you can make it past the first half of lucky you you don't like kamikaze or fall Mm, I thought Fall was okay. I thought Kamikaze was fine. I can't. I can't remember what Kamikaze sounds like, but I definitely remember what Fall sounds like. Do you want to listen to either of them right now? Because I mean, we've talked enough about this album. Send it. All right. So here's what Fall sounds like. You know, everybody's been telling me what they think about me for the last few months. Maybe it's time I tell them what I think about them.
concentrate against the clock I race. Got no time to waste, I'm already late. I caught a marathoner's pace. Went from medic to a workaholic, word to Dr. Dre in that first marijuana tape. Guess I got a chronic case, and I ain't just blowing smoke. This is Whatever. It was okay. Man, Justin Vernon was not a fan of being a part of this song. Who the hell is Justin Vernon? He's uh, the dude doing the chorus. Wait, what do you mean he's not a fan of being part of the song? So apparently he recorded this, uh, that chorus. Yeah. Um, for, for, hmm, who did he record it for? He recorded it during a session with somebody, whoever produced this track, um, and then found out that he was on this, on this album. And he heard the whole song and he was like, yeah, like, I'd like for you guys to change that, like some of these lyrics, because I don't want to be like associated with that. This is the one that has like Tyler remarks and stuff. Oh, right. Um, and they're like, nah, too bad. And <laughs> so he's on it. And then he like took to his Twitter and was like, nah, I'm not a fan. I'm not OK with this <laughs> because, you know, what a millennial Bon, uh, bon Iver, uh Justin Vernon. <clears throat> Definitely, his audience would not be cool with this. Is that who that is? Justin Vernon? Is yeah, he's Bonnevere. Bonnevere. Okay. Um, would not be cool with this. And also, the same weekend, he had an album coming out that he did with, um, I think it's Aaron Desner with uh, the guitarist from The National. <laughs> okay. Um, and they have this thing called... How like, much the do big you love that album? I haven't listened to it yet, okay. honestly. Uh, I think it's called it's Big Red Machine or Big Green Machine. But anyway, it's like conflict like are you waiting for a quiet night to light some candles and some incense and just go dark and I, I, i'm honestly a big national fan because of matt bergener and his, oh, okay. his deep deep grumbly sad voice fair enough oh so sad i could sing about anything <laughs> filling up a <laughs> cup with lemonade <laughs> like it's just just his voice guitar's cool whatever fair enough yeah man so kamikaze uh, I'm going to give it a leave it leave out of a take it or leave it. I'm going to give it a leave it. I, all right. I'm going to give it this out of a take it or leave it. You pick it up and you carry it around the entire store with you. You have it, do all your shopping and then you see how long the line is and you leave it and you just leave instead of checking out. Cause you don't want to wait in line for this. Yeah. Just listen to the ringer and then you don't have to listen to anything else on the album. I think listen to the ringer, listen to fall. And listen to Kamikaze. And then just go back and what it's about. listen to Eminem's greatest hits. And you're going to have to listen to Not Alike because it's going to be on the radio. Mm. Same thing with that Lucky You. Boo. Boo. Boo this. So what are we going to do next week? I don't know. Why are you putting me on the spot? I'm putting you on the spot because we have to decide right now. Right now? Okay. Well, um, I've been going listening to uh, songs that I liked like 10 or 15 years ago <laughs> i thought you're just gonna be like songs that i like rather than listening to kamikaze <laughs> for this stupid yeah, show i would rather listen to songs that i like as opposed to kamikaze uh but yeah i'm i i sent you this idea of doing our our like top three songs three songs from college not even like top three songs just like three songs from college and i don't think i don't think you're you're down yeah man like my top three songs be all over the place. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to limit it. That's a good point. I don't know how how I'd even do it. I'll tell you. Okay, here's what I'll t- here's here's a couple things that I want to talk about that uh, that I don't know. I would like to talk about two bands that I don't know if anybody has ever heard or listened to, and the first band is called Dredge, and the second band is called As Tall as Lions. Okay. And there are two bands 
that I listened to a ton in college and there still have a few songs that I like and I haven't listened to them in years, like probably six or seven years. I haven't listened to either of them, but I would love to re-listen to them and do something like that. So I don't know if there's, I don't know what the category is that either of those things fits into, but I don't know. Like what, what's the category chase? I mean, we could just do favorite albums from college. Could that they wouldn't be my favorite albums from college because I feel like wouldn't they be? What would they be? They would just be albums I listened to a fuck ton ten years ago, but haven't listened to since. But that's a really long word, wordy title for something. I'm not against that being the subject matter of the next episode. Fair enough. I just uh, I don't. Do you have albums like that? <sighs> I feel like everything that I listen to, I always somehow dredge it, like pull it back up. Yeah. But I do want to talk about Dirty Sprite 2, and it's old as shit now. I don't know what Dirty Sprite 2 is. Yeah, it's, it's perfect. Is incredible. it hip-hop? Of yeah. course it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dog word. Dope. So you're going to talk about Dredge. Sure. Or which, which one do you want to talk about? Uh, I will talk about fucking either of them. I'll talk about Dredge. Okay. I'll talk about Dredge. Dredge is fucking weird. I love it. And I'm going to talk about Future's magna, magnum opus, Dirty Sprite 2. Future, huh? See, the the thing is, like, it's funny you should say that because, okay, so when did this, when did uh, Dirty Sprite 2 come out? 2015? Yeah, because the Dredge albums that I'm interested in talking about came out literally 15 years ago, if not more, like yeah. 2002, maybe even before then. They don't even have... They don't even have Dredge's first album on Spotify. That's Incredible. how that's how small and old this these people are. They don't have their first album on Spotify. It's wild. Fuck you, Chase. This is gonna be crazy. I don't even know. I don't even know what's going on here. What I don't know what we're gonna do. We're gonna talk about some crazy shit next time. I can't wait. We're gonna do songs you guys have never heard before. <laughs> One hundred percent guaranteed. Never heard it. If. If Before. anybody has listened, if anybody listening to this has heard Dredge or As Tall as Lions, please let me know because I don't know anyone else that has heard these these bands other than the poor souls that I subjected to them in college. So just please let me know that I'm not the only one. If anyone is listening to this and hasn't heard of either of these bands, but knows 100% that Dirty Sprite 2 is way better like and comment and share and subscribe to the channel. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's your what's your what's your social situation? <laughs> like my I'm not supposed to give you my my social security code on. <laughs> Tell on me the your social security number. <laughs> it's uh at Chase504 on Instagram and Twitter. Uh please don't be listen, I I too like kamikaze, but I just have to figure out why I like Kamikaze 100%. Yeah, it's more... You have to do more, like, soul-searching. I have to do more soul-searching. Don't take anything that we said today that seriously. Nothing really matters. But if it does matter to you, let us know. And if you got any ideas for things you want us to review other than Dredge <laughs> yeah. or Dirty Sprite 2, please, for the love of God, get it to us before next Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, please. Uh, and you can find me at Arm & Hammer TV. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening, and we will catch you next time. Later. Bloodoot.